Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Bastards podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how all the planets in our solar system would fit in the space between the Earth and the Moon. <laughs> My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Brad Polly, hey. Matt Polly. Hey there. Together we are the Inglorious Bastards. Now for a pause while we wait for the song to end before I start the next one. I'll eat my chicken. Yeah, yeah, get it. Get that chicken. Chew it. Yeah. Masticate. Bitch. This is literally the ninth thing on my mind is doing this podcast. Yeah, we're gonna need some fluids to get through this. Brad's had a day, a couple days. Yeah, Brad has had a couple days. Uh, what are we drinking now? Coconut Nephilim from Central State Brewing in Indianapolis. Are you about? Isn't it Nephilim? I don't know, dude. dude, dude. I, sure. Yep, it is. I don't care. <laughs> well, my wife's That's cousin. That's really good. My wife's cousin it is very is a tasty. Nephilim. It's a imperial stout. With coconut and it's delicious. It's really it's, good. A, it's just first of all, it's a really good imperial stout. Yeah. So it's not like are they you just, drinking it too, Matt? Yeah. It's not like they just mask the crap flavor of their imperial yeah, right, stout with more with, coconut. Yeah, with more coconut. It's eleven percent though. So it's eleven and a half percent. So Brad and I are sharing tonight. No, we all are. Oh uh, no, you I had your own. No, I poured. Are you poured some in mine? Yes, in Brad's oh. too. Nice so we all had about the same amount. I don't want a full 16 oh, ounces of 11% all, beer. We're all drinking this together. We should have got straws so we could each <laughs> slurp on our own straw. Out of the same giant. <laughs> well, we forgot our beer, our, our steins, too. Oh, yeah. God, man. Uh, I know. Well, they all, they're, I think they're... I don't know where they are. Uh, they're God. somewhere in the house. Yeah. They're they're hidden. Yeah. Um, Once again, could not be further from this place right now. Yeah. yeah. In my no no bourbon. It's been a while since we've been bourbon free. Yeah. That we might remedy that later. Yeah, the night's young. Yeah, it is young. Uh, okay, this round is on um, Jacob Sampson. Jacob oh, Sampson. Samps. Old Jay Samps. Jay Samps. He is a native of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, who now lives in Tucson, Arizona, thanks to the Air Force. Thanks, Air Force. <laughs> Tucson is probably an upgrade. I have a question, <laughs> Jacob Sampson. Is the Stargate program real? Is it really in Cheyenne Mountain? I'm sure it is. <clears throat> With the Book of Secrets. Yes. Um, uh, he is married to fellow turd Rachel Sampson. Rachel Sams. And has a son named Oliver, who also goes by Voliver. Voliver? Voliver? Yeah, they're huge volunteer fans, which is sort of tragic. It's a name that Rachel totally approves Good of. Good old Rocky Top. Rocky, Rocky Top, Tennessee. Tennessee. He was a uh, regular of the Church of Christ they only in sing high that school. After every first down and yeah, every completed pass, so, so like it approximately tw- three times this yeah. year. Yeah, that's a bad football team. He's a uh, church. That's of- coming from IU fans. <laughs> yeah, I know. God, uh, Church of Christ uh, attender at high school and college, and loved it so much that he became an Episcopalian. <laughs> Sounds about so, right. I don't know anymore from what I know about the Episcopal Church. It's basically a lateral Really, it's just a lose-lose everywhere you go. Yeah, it's it's a sinking ship, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. Uh, He enjoys a good whiskey and rum, uh, stand-up comedy. Whiskey or rum, not both combined. 
I read yeah, that wrong. That might be all right. Uh, There's probably a cocktail out there for that. I'm sure there is. I'll consult my mixology app and find out. Okay. <laughs> Matt Polly, mixologist. <laughs> MD. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, okay. He likes comedy, hastily written podcast bios, uh, and <laughs> having his heart broken by the Tennessee Volunteers yeah. every single fall. The Inglorious Pastors got him into listening to podcasts and even made him think uh, he could start one of his own. Um, how did he find us? I don't have any idea. Okay. Well, follow-up question. Where did you find us? Um, today, he... Uh, so, in terms of his own podcast, he still has no title, no hosts, no ideas, no episodes <laughs> or clues how to run a podcast, so he'll leave... So, it's only literally same. about one click under he'll, this one, uh-huh, he'll, pretty much. He'll leave it to we everyone have else. Hosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacob, you are you are a white male. You can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Just find two other white males. Yeah. you gotta do. Literally in white person's DNA. Yeah. yeah. You're... Because you are a white male, your your voice is so important. <laughs> it's all the other white males need to hear it. Um, Cannot stress this enough. Do you know? Can I tell you? Hey, let me get this, and I have a story to tell you about podcasts. Um, anyway, uh, Jacob's running out of ideas for his bio and just randomly throwing down words now, so he'll shut up and let you drink. Thanks, Jacob. We really appreciate yeah, man, it. Thanks, buddy. They so, have a really really cute kid too. Mm-hmm. They they do. He's adorable. Yeah. Good old Oliver. Yeah. He's a rock collector, according <laughs> to the videos I've seen. He collects rocks. Mm-hmm. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Well, actual. Just rock. the action figures mm-hmm. of the Rock. Actual stones, Michael. Does he have the the Moana one? Yeah, he does, Michael. He has the Moana. He correct. He collects rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson figurines. Does he sing? You're well. He does. Come. Absolutely. He's only like 18 months, but yeah, he does. Yeah. I think our new our new strategy in dealing with Michael is going to be how we deal with mom when she starts on the... Sh- the, the sure. mm-hmm. Hey, do you remember... Do you remember so and so? Yes. Yep, mm-hmm. sure do. I can keep going. No, seriously, you went to school with them? No, I think they were a few years ahead of you, but they went to school with so-and-so. Do you think Oliver likes me? Remember their brother was so... Mm-hmm. Yep. He was yeah. on the track so team. We were best friends. Uh-huh. You think yep. Oliver likes meatloaf? He's a good rock artist. What? Wait, what? Oh. Music? Rock music? A meatloaf reference. Yeah. I wonder if he could do anything for love. You think he's an Aussie fan? He's, 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 Oliver strikes me as an Evanescence, Evanescence guy. I want to hear a creepy story in my life. Today I was working on an espresso machine and uh, looked up and there was a guy I knew, but I only knew him through a podcast. <laughs> Not even my podcast, just a different <laughs> podcast that we both listened to. <laughs> and I knew he had like interacted with the podcast that I listened to. Where was this at? It was uh, at Capitol. Uh, oh, in Indy? Yeah, okay. downtown. <laughs> I've seen you say anything old, to him? Nope. But he had his earbud in and I was like, yep, I know that guy. <laughs> but he's listening to Rob Has a Podcast right now. So it's a great story. Yep. All right. Till that shit at parties. Uh, if you'd like to buy a certain, I have a podcast to talk about it and it's important because I'm white. So it's going to lean right into that. Uh, 
If you'd like to buy us around, head on over to patreon.com slash bastardpodcast. If you don't, you can go ahead and cancel your subscription there, too. <laughs> patreon.com slash bastardpodcast. Uh, are we ready for, for the um, meditating with uh, yeah. Meister um, Gary Busey? Before we get into Meister this, Busey. Um, somebody sent us a picture on Twitter. Yeah, Jonathan Merritt. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Merritt. Former guest. Yeah, former guest, of the, friend of the podcast. The look on his face. like With Gary Busey. He looks like he... Gary Busey is starting to look like a melted wax figurine uh-huh. of, of Gary, Gary Busey. Busey. It's a, yeah. like, I don't know exactly what's <laughs> happening there. He looks like, like he just came out of the caves that Saddam Hussein <laughs> used to hide in. Yeah, like That's the hole in the ground they found like, him in. What? He's like, he's never seen light before. Like, he's been living it's in like, a bath. Who put cave? a match up to Gary's face? What is happening yeah. right now? It's like he opened the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, they got me. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh-huh. Got me red face. Yeah. yeah. Banging yeah. on the bathroom floor. Boy. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Here, here, right. Meditating with Gary Busey. Seriously, IHOP stands for International House of Pancakes, but they don't have gluten-free options? What? This has been Meditating with Gary Busey. Gary's lost. Gary got yeah. lost. I went to IHOP last week. I think I, that was my bright yeah, house. Yeah, it was international. It was IHOP, yeah. International House as pancakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what we had. It was good. Yeah. Adam's family pancakes. Yeah. All right, uh, bright side. Here we go. You're listening to Look on the Bright Side with Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Polly. Hi, everybody. Oh, just just FYI, I have nothing here. So I've got nothing. Like, probably not even gonna try to dig something up. <laughs> Can we talk about your, Life's a piece your of dark shit side? When you look at it. Can we talk about your dark side? Oh, Jesus Christ. I yeah. am like a... I Like I said, I, I am not here. So how's I'm meditation going, here. buddy? Okay, so it went great yesterday morning, and I was having a fantastic day. What was your mantra that you used? <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm just curious as to what it was. I will say it helped. I didn't completely yeah. lose my shit. I was joking within five minutes of the, the actual thing happening. So... I my my, my 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 mantra is uh, love is simply saying yes to what is, and okay. so you know the idea just to being present and whether it's good or bad you're you try to be in the moment. Well, yeah, this is, say, I will eat it all. Yeah, this is, well he doesn't say that. Ron, Ron Doss says that, but yeah. like yeah, I mean so had a had a good day at work yesterday and uh, was on my way home and the I was at a red light. And uh, the lady in front of the light turned green and she started to go. And then for some godforsaken reason, she decided she didn't want to do that anymore. So she slammed <laughs> on her brakes. I slammed on my brakes. The lady behind me just kept accelerating. <laughs> just fucking crushed my car yeah. and pushed me into the car in front of me. Uh, yeah. So I'm dealing with that horse shit. So I had kind of an initial like <laughs> my first thought was. Oh God, literally, I'm dead. No, literally the first thing that went through my mind is Jesus don't hope the air airbags don't come out. Well, I think they would have <laughs> at that point. Like but I literally like I remember vividly looking at my wheel going, yeah. Ah, like just mm-hmm. waiting for it, you know. Yeah. And then my second thought was God fucking damn it. <laughs> you know what she was trying to do? Shove it up your butt. Yeah, well she did. <laughs> she, she shoved, shoved it, it straight up there. Thing. So I, uh, yep, good times. I, uh, so I've been she dealing. She thinks! She yeah. thinks! 
Oh, yep. baby. She really went to town on your caboose. She really did. Uh, I'll be interested to see what the insurance adjuster says. I called them today and made a claim. I, I, I spent all day dealing with my car. Yeah. So the, the town where it happens about 25 minutes away, and the cop yesterday was like, oh, if you come to town hall, we're open from 7 to 3 or something like that, 3.30. If you come tomorrow, I'll, you can get the police report and whatever. Okay, great. So I show up. I get there at 9.30 drive all the way over there and he's like oh uh i don't i don't have that done yet can i just email it to you can you just check some boxes? i just wanted I'm to be like he had i just wanted to be like you couldn't have fucking just emailed that to me like yeah, yeah. why tell me to show like i know uh so spent the day dealing with that and then dealing with insurance back and forth and so i'll be interested to see what they say because the frame has been like crushed Oh, the frame is? Oh, yeah. Like, it's oh, not... Tell oh, about. yeah. And the, the it's going to need a new trunk. The back left quarter panel's fucked. Uh, the whole back, like, is... Yeah. yeah, and then it did some damage on the front, too. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm hoping. Brad's getting a new shagging wagon. Well, maybe. I mean, the What's problem up? is I owe way more than it's worth anymore because yeah. I've got so many miles on it, so... I fully expect to be run through the ringer on this one. Probably. So, uh, this isn't a Neogram 9's worst nightmare. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where I really Dude. wish I was like fucking 8 destroyer, mm-hmm. where I could just be like, here's what's going to happen. Just call Michaela. She'll do it for you. Yeah, yeah. Michaela, if you're listening, <laughs> can you please? <laughs> Brad needs your help. Can you be my mom for like, Dude, I need I, like two weeks? I know that's like with my mower that went, broke down, my car, I have my cars, multiple thousands of dollars on both my cars. I fucking broke a window in my. My fucking house mowing my grass this weekend. Guys, it's this like the, this is the bright side. It's like <laughs> you guys missed that memo. God or? damn it! I, I, told I, you. I it's frustrating. I, I, I understand. It the I nine. will say, like I've other than I've I've been feeling pretty stressed just because I I'm stressed at the dealing with all, like I want yeah, the, I want that all to be resolved. Yeah. Like just whatever. Can't go to bed at night till you're. But like as done. far as like I don't I haven't felt really like an existentialist. Like oh life sucks. Like. Yeah, uh, I am majorly inconvenienced. It's, it's an annoyance. I've been. It's an annoyance. Yeah. But I've been able to sort of just be like, I mean, this is what it is. It's life. This yeah. is just life. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. shit happens. Yeah. Unfortunately, it happens to us sometimes. Yeah. So I mean, I've driven two hundred some thousand miles in the course of this job. You drive two hundred some thousand. That's more. the first time this has happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, and I'm glad it wasn't yeah. worse. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I'm it, surprised that it doesn't hasn't happened know, more to us. It wasn't worse, and that's it. It could have been worse. So. Everybody was okay. Nobody was hurt. I'm, I had a little bit of a headache today, but I think that's just been stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, keep an eye on it. Well, I can't. Might it's be inside my head. No. <laughs> might be a tumor. You cock. It might be a tumor. Thanks, buddy. Not a tumor. I haven't been super sore. I was Getting a little bit sore this preference. morning, but I'm I'm fine. So well, you probably didn't see it coming, so you weren't tense. <clears throat> right. That's when. Yeah, you do, but that's when you. Yeah, do. but then you do t- like. Yeah. I mean that. I was holding the wheel with both hands. It was like. Yeah. What the fuck. Like, it, it's just weird. That's the first rack. I'm almost 40. First rack I've ever been yeah. in. So it was like, the, I just, like, part of my freak out was like, I don't know what the fuck to do right now. Yeah. Like, I have no clue yeah. what happens now. So I guess bright side is I'm alive. It wasn't worse. So yeah. there you go. There you go. All right. Michael? Uh, I'm currently seeking permission to share my bright side. So okay. um, I, I, I didn't really have one either, uh, other than. Uh, I had a moment of self-awareness um, last night that I would <laughs> you find the shocking. Not been a great husband sometimes um, in 21 years. 
thought this was bright side. It is. My bright side is I, I had a moment of self-awareness and realized that. <laughs> Thank God for that. That my my negativity has been a real uh, dream killer for some people. Um, a buzzkill. Um, basically shitting on anything that they want to do. You know, and sometimes jokingly, but it really it's sort of more of a passive aggressive joking yeah. thing. Um, and that, that shit's got to stop. I mean, it's just, it's got to stop. So yeah, that was my, it was just a moment of like, Oh, I need to do better at this. Yeah. So, and it didn't take counseling to get me there. It, you know, it, I kind of sort of figured, <laughs> figured it out on my own. So, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of regret there, but nothing I can do about it. So uh, there is stuff you can do other than it, no. do better. I mean, yeah. it's just do better. So that's, that's my quasi bright side. Michael. Still waiting. Well, let's do the music thing because I think it'll fit into the music thing if it bleeds over. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, this is the music section. <laughs> We're going to play some songs that we think. And we are white, so it's important. Listen to our shitty music now. <laughs> that's a theme that's, song for you. That's marvelous. Thanks. Brad, what do you got? Uh, the album is Boy Harsher. Ben's brother? What? Ben Harper. No, Harsher. God. Wow. Uh, the album is Country Girl Uncut. Uh, this is an album I just kind of downloaded on a whim. I saw it and I was like, mm-hmm. all right. And then I was listening to it. I was like, I like this. And then I had this thought of, holy shit, I'm turning into Billy. Um, What's it called? Uh, Boy Harsher. Okay. Uh, so this song is called Motion. Let's see if I can get my... There we go. Oh, you are turning into Billy. This is the sound of a thousand suction cups being pulled off glass. You fucking shut up. It's got a little bit of Depeche Mode feel to it. Should, that's, that's where I got it. So, so it's I don't know. Oh, I listened to it. It's a thirty-minute album, man. It was yeah. great. I I liked it. So, nice. Yeah, it's a little. It's yeah. I kinda, yeah, you are turning into Billy. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> there, there are worse people. It's a little to turn bit more. Uh, <laughs> Let's be honest. What is it? Eurythmics? Not uh, many though. Yeah, like maybe a little a bit little of Eurythmics. Bit. Yeah, it's got a little bit of that sort of. Seven synth, or eighty, 80 synth. synth vibe, yeah. yeah. I like it. So, all right, what do you got? I'm downloading those albums. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, Kim Gordon. Oh, good album. Formerly of Sonic Youth. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, man, this is a good album. This was a surprise. I listened to this. I downloaded this without you know. Like I didn't. And we were talking about it, and I was funny because I was listening to it and thinking, I don't think Matt would like this. <clears throat> yeah. And <laughs> so originally, funny. Matt's first, changing, Brad. And when I originally listened to it, I was like, man, I don't know. But then I, I kind of let it play, and man, it really yeah. it really caught. So uh, the, the album is No Home Record uh, by Kim Gordon, the uh, track one side one uh, called Sketch Artist. We're not. Yeah, here. And- there we go. Sketch artist, sketch artist, no wind chimes strike, your dead stare strikes, 
like this aggressive whispering yeah. vocal like I feel like this would be uh, the, on the soundtrack for like a really dark Batman movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you're right but man the album is just it is good it's great I really enjoy it yeah it's good and there's a couple nods to like the Sonic Youth stuff yeah in I mean, there. there's some of that sort of noisier mm-hmm. like yeah kind of dissonant yeah yeah anyway yeah. I really dug stuff. that album yeah, yeah. I do have approval. Okay, so um, my my brother, um, he is a, he's been in a band and he's had a bunch of music and um, Would this be Davy. Yes, hi Davy. Hey, um, but he uh, recently got married um, and uh, he announced on Monday him and his wife had a, a project in the works. Um, I didn't and know she was a musician. I didn't either. So, um, so um, <laughs> surprise! Yay! Putting out an album, yeah, putting out an album. Uh, so he, um, oh, he just said, "Wait, what am I thinking? Allowing it on your podcast?" And I'm not going to say what else he said. <laughs> okay, um, but. <laughs> Uh, so he, so I texted him, made sure it was cool. Um, uh, but this is, this is the song I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I'm going to play the whole thing. It's short. It's like a minute 30. Okay. So that's fine. Um, but yeah, this, this is it. There's a video that come, it'll be on YouTube eventually. They say seasons can change in the blink of an eye As for us, we've been blinking a lot And it's out of our hands But I know there's a plan, I admit It's kind of crazy We're having a baby Man, ain't that crazy? That's awesome. I married the best friend of my life a few months ago. And now we're expecting. And our hearts just might explode. Dave, yeah, so that's awesome, man. Made a music video and a song, and that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's really man. awesome. Congratulations, I, that's awesome. I watched it and I bawled oh, my eyes out. Unky so. Mikey, yeah, everybody's so. favorite uncle. Yeah, I don't know about that. He's he is the favorite uncle really? by far. Oh yeah, for sure. There's no doubt. You're my favorite uncle. So sorry, Davey. Oh, thanks. I like you too. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> um, I just downloaded some Bleach albums. Just oh, because. Nice. If Davey's making music again, I'm totally on board. So. I don't know that he is. Davey, make more uh, like, music. He, he needs, like, I've listened to some of his um, more recent stuff that he wrote. It was a lot better than I just called my parents. Oh, actually, no, it, was, it was even better than the, with our third. <laughs> Maybe he just throws a pregnancy stick on the counter. There you go. And I just looked at him like, 
Yep. Well, <laughs> all right. Don't, go, don't get drunk, kids. No, yeah. we weren't. Yeah, well. No. You were. <laughs> no. You literally said he was a wine baby. Mm. I didn't say I was drunk. <laughs> okay, somebody was drunk. <laughs> oh, geez. Let's back out of this. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. That was it. Uh, if you want to watch the video, go to Instagram.com slash Davey Basinger. We did a no couple of things for our both of our announcements, actually. This mm-hmm. is before yeah. announcement things were. Yeah. We bought Mom and Dad a onesie and for Elijah and said, uh, um, my first onesie or I love Grandma and Grandpa or something. And then G- with Jude, we had Elijah write a letter to Mom and Dad about being a big brother. <laughs> <laughs> our our first uh, for for Buttercream. <laughs> it was, uh, we were in the bathroom, Sarah and I, and uh, she was bent over the toilet, retching, and I took a picture with a thumbs up and added the words. I think I remember it. that. Yes, I remember so, that. Yeah. Because yeah. you sent it to yeah. us. Um, and then for... God, you are, you know what? I take what I back. I take back what I said about being a shitty husband. You're a shitty husband. <laughs> after, playing no. that, after playing that song, Michael, definitely the lesser basic. Yeah. 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 It's fine. Um, <laughs> by, by a number of factors. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's not a competition. I have come to fa- face those facts. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, and then for uh, the White Witch, we just <laughs> took Puddle Glum to the pumpkin patch, and he had a shirt that said, I'm the big brother. Nice. Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. Something. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that good. concludes uh, yeah. Brightside. Uh, well, congrats to uh, Davy and Mrs. Davy. All right, so let's go uh, into the newsfeed. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your beers. We're headed into the newsfeed. Man has massive rotting scrotum removed after avoiding doctors for decades. How's that for a headline? Massive I don't think product? there's really a you need a story at this point. I mean, <laughs> it really kind of I really kind of says it all. Yeah. Uh, well, you'd think that they did, it doesn't they, say it all. They Let did me tell you. the lead, huh? No. After three decades of progressive symptoms. Oh, geez, is that it, it's black by now? I'm sure. Well, it's gone now. Uh, well, a 43 43-year-old man from Panama, Panama, uh, was rushed into emergency surgery with a massively swollen scrotum that hung past the level of his knees oh. and had begun to rot and ooze foul-smelling pus. Oh, A team of Texas doctors reports. God. Was he just hoping it would eventually just fall off? Like, right off? So, when he... Yeah, Ooh, dude. It, okay, oh. so there's a, there's a link... To, there's a link to click on. You can see pictures of it. Did you? I'm about to. Oh, man. Oh, holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my what God. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, my, oh God. my God. It looks like a head. Jeez. Oh, man. He's giving birth. It looks like he's giving birth. Is, oh, I, an wait. adult head. Wait, was holy that shit, Harry? I can never unsee That was that. Harry, right? Oh. No, that was black. Like, oh. that was the rot. Oh. Well, mm. I will never have an erection again. <laughs> holy shit. Holy God. Boy, the uh, uh, CT scan pretty fantastic though. There's a leg. There's a leg. There is a giant, <laughs> a giant sack. Uh, so wow. 
Oh. He should have it tanned. He showed up to <laughs> make put in a satchel. Satchel. He should, it is a satchel. I know. I mean, make it literally a already a satchel. It, it could be a. You could carry have, a fairly good sized laptop. I've, yeah. yeah. Um, Comfortably. Uh, what, what's that made of? Ball leather. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, when he arrived at the hospital, uh, he had a fever of 102. Got a fever of 103. Uh, <laughs> All right. Look at my sack hanging down by my knees. Uh, yeah. So the doctors were worrying about gangrene and sepsis. Oh well. So further imaging of his abdomen and pelvis revealed a large hernia containing part of his colon, as well as a huge abscess, considerable tissue damage, and fluid collection. Bro, go to the doctor. Well, he did. Uh, so after thirty years, how do you? Do you okay. um, they had to sew that back up, I assume. No, but they removed how, his I know, scrotum. That's Michael. like a big. That's this big area of space. It's not like like the base of it is normal scrotum size. It is like it is called lymphatic filiar filiariasis. Was my nickname in high school? It affects more than one hundred and twenty really? million people. <laughs> Really? 120 million people in I'm 72 countries not, around the world with gigantic I'm scrotum. guessing it doesn't do that. I'm it guessing seems if you like don't a take third care world of it. Problem. I'm guessing if you don't take care of it, then yeah. What? Just clean your junk, guys. Oh, yeah. so it's caused by worms. Oh. Uh, uh, I got worms. <laughs> uh, it's a parasitic disease caused by roundworms that are transmitted through mosquito bites. Oh, so that kind of is a third world <clears throat> yeah. issue. Uh, so once delivered to the body, the worms take up residence in the lymph system, mm-hmm. causing inflammation, <laughs> clearly. clearly. Uh, though most infected people show no symptoms, some can go on to develop lymphedema, which is or an elephantiasis, uh, and such scrotal swelling called hydrocele. Left untreated, dysfunction of the lymphatic system can pave the way for bacterial infections to set in, i.e., Old leaky scrote there. Yeah. Mm. I wonder what it smelled like. Dude, I cannot even imagine what that smelled it like. It had to just smell like death. I I just... Banthapudu. I cannot imagine. I, I, it, you ever smelled like a dead rodent? Yes. I, I bet yeah. it was just horrifying. It's got to be like that. Like roadkill on a summer day. Like 90 degree summer day. So, After like four days. Anyway, there's that. Uh, and then uh, England, man. England man. Good day, mate. Uh, Let's put another <laughs> shrimp on the bobby. Man drives unsupervised to own driving test, then fails it and is arrested. That's <laughs> West Midlands police. It's in the middle of England, in the west. Um, Midland. West Midlands. Yeah. Fair uh, Midland. They say it is the tenth time the motorist failed his test. And drove to the examiner center in a stolen car. Wow. <laughs> oh, yes. So not the brightest of the uh, of the UK. Uh, so what? Was he responsible for the Brexit UK? Deal? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I know. It's not hard to see how that passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Midlands police posted a picture of the white Mitsubishi the driver had turned up in before uh, officers attended the scene. The driver was arrested on suspicion of taking a vehicle without the owner's consent. It's car theft. Let's call it car theft. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> That's a, it's a, he didn't know. It's called Grand Theft Auto. We, yeah. We just say Grand Theft Auto. That's the worst video game in history is uh, <laughs> uh, taking a vehicle without the owner's consent. In America, it's Grand Theft Auto. Part five. And you're that's the Brit. That's the Brit. That's he borrowed it yeah. without asking. It's the Brit so, uh, version. Did you get the new copy of taking a vehicle without the owner's consent? Five. Liverpool. Yeah. 
Um, the four a lot of Beatles references. Yeah. So anyway, that uh, that oh, don't that. don't do that. Boy, how how bad do you have a driver? Do you have to be to fail it ten times? I don't know, man. Like that's <laughs> like I'm sure. I think. I don't know how like stringent still, their test is driving but isn't still. that difficult of a thing i mean but like, it's on the other side of the road bro not for them dude do you not understand how this works <laughs> michael before we go They're on, on the other no, side no, no. of the world before we go driving on upside down i bro. need to know no, if you're that's, kidding that's australia <laughs> they're driving upside down think how hard that would be michael i need to know that you're the that tires you actually have to have know suction cups <laughs> Wow. He's just going to plow right through, isn't he? <laughs> Bro! Are you done? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, from uh, WAND 17 News. They're on your side. Man with his own name tattooed on his neck arrested for giving fake name. Wait, what? If you'd fucking listen. Yeah, I'm not. I heard. I heard what you Man said. with his own name tattooed on his neck arrested for giving fake name. Well, it could have been like his dad's name on his neck. Or... I don't think so. Uh, it said that's actually my name uh, underneath Mat- it. Mattoon, Illinois. His yeah, uncle Lester. Mattoon, so. Occasionally. Mattoon, yeah. Mattoon, it's a yeah. fine, fine town. Yeah. I drive. No, it's not really. I drive through <laughs> it quite a bit. A man was arrested after he gave officers a fake name, police said. He has a tattoo of his name across his neck. Matthew Bushman. Bushman was my nickname in high school. No. Is his, what was on his name? Bushman or Matt? Matthew Bushman, 36, of Mansfield, is charged with obstructing justice. He was arrested Friday night. Police the said tattoo actually said, my name is Matthew Bushfield from... <laughs> this <laughs> is my social security <laughs> um, From Mattoon, Illinois. Police said Wednesday officers were investigating a forgery. They said involved Bushman. Police said Bushman, who has Matty B tattooed across his neck... Tried to give him a fake name and date of birth to avoid arrest. He had an active Peoria County warrant. Bushman was uh, taken to Coles County Jail. Braddy P. Anyway, his name's Brad. <laughs> Not Brad. The, uh, that was I gave the that was the name I gave the officer yesterday. Yeah, right. Braddy P. I'm Braddy P. P. Check out my my, my mixtapes on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, check it. Um, so uh, this article is from uh, Discover DiscoverMagazine.com. Uh, what happens if you stick your head in a particle accelerator? Um, it accelerates the particles so, of your head. I'm assuming you would just obliterate it, right? This I mean, happened. Okay, so in 1978. Oh. Oh. Uh, what happens when you stick your head inside a particle accelerator and get hit with a beam of trillions of protons? Well, if you're Anatoly Bogorsky, you go on to finish your PhD. Uh, Bogorsky is the only person known to have been exposed to a particle accelerator beam, the result of an accident that occurred while he was working at the Institute for High Energy Physics in Russia. On July 13th, 1978. <laughs> in Soviet Russia, particles accelerate, accelerate you. <laughs> I'm working on a joke, trying to, trying to figure it out. In July, the joke. On July 13th, it was a Yakov Smirnoff joke. On July 13th, 1978, he leaned into the path of the U-70 synchrotron. Synchrotron was my... Sounds like a really terrible 80s synth band. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? The synchrotron. <clears throat> um, it's Voltron's brother it's U-70 synchrotron it's like a UB-40 cover band yeah right. um, while it was still on in a burst of high energy protons traveled through the back of his head and exited near his nose he felt no pain but experienced a flash what a of hell light. of a cum shot there it is glad we waited around for that Michael there it is it's, it's called a money shot Michael oh, that's what I was thinking God, of God you can't even tell a fucking it. joke you can't even tell a terrible joke right alright I don't know the word cum shot <laughs> pretty great cum shot's pretty great cum shot through the head you're too late. You give love a bad name. 
shot through the. <laughs> he felt no pain, but experienced a flash of light brighter than a thousand suns, he said. The amount of radiation that the beam delivered was staggering. 2,000 gray. Okay. What defined as one joule of radiation energy per kilogram of matter. I, I assume that's a lot. It is. On the way in, and as a result of collisions with the particles as it passed through, 3,000 gray by the time it left. A dose of around 5 gray can be lethal to humans. So this guy got 2,000 on the way in Ooh. and 3,000 on the way out. Um, it was that's thought that he, would, he was taken to the hospital. Party. They thought he would surely die. Um, I mean, it's exposure to radiation, so. Uh, the accelerator yeah. burger... Bogorski stuck his head in and others like it. They'd take beams and uh, particles and smash them together basically at nearly the speed of light. Uh, it turned out he was okay, relatively speaking. The left side of his face ballooned to comical proportions. Uh, his skin blistered and peeled off where the beam had struck. Dude. But those symptoms were only temporary. He lost hearing in his left ear, replaced by a form of tinnitus. <laughs> Insert archer joke here. He has to sleep with a fan on. Uh... <laughs> And the left side of his face gradually became completely paralyzed. Mop, 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 mop. That's what he says now. Wow. Mop. Uh, in the long term, Bogorski... I've, I've said a lot of offensive things. No, no it's, it's from it's Archer, Archer, you dork. If you'd watch goddamn great adult cartoons, you would understand. Rick and Morty is wonderful. In the long term, Bogorski suffered from time, for time from both uh, petite mall and grand mall seizures and found that he'd become more easily mentally fatigued. He nevertheless went on to earn his doctorate. And he returned mm. to work at the same facility. So, anyway. Um, Petite Mall was Darth Maul's brother. All right, I'll quit with the brother jokes. He was only like 5'3". Um, he was the Tom Cruise of Darth. Hey, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Goddamn Jedi. Watch out, you motherfucker. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, they literally got shot in the head with a proton beam going the speed of almost the speed of light. So Boy, that's. Yeah. Huh. Through the back of his head, right by his nose. Well, good, good on you. There you go. Ouch. All right. All right. That's science news. <clears throat> Product update. <laughs> a company is selling a mini jacuzzi just for your testicles. This, this guy could have used it for cleaning up his junk. Can't you just use like a... <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to need no? an upgrade on the size. It's, a, it's called a testacuzzi. <laughs> and the amount of chemicals in it. Wait, it's called uh, the what? A testacuzzi. Can't you just get a coffee cup with hot water and a dip no, bag it's, in it's, it? No, it's shaped for... Isn't that what for, teabagging is? It's shaped for okay, your so way of a question. Wouldn't, when you put that in there, wouldn't they just retract almost immediately? No, a hot water, bro. Cold water is retracting. Depends. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, it's, I'm, not, it's, I'm not aware of the where, physics. Where are we at on the uh, fundage? It's, I'm not aware. it's tailor-made. Uh, <laughs> this could be is, a pretty good, some pretty good bonus content. They have multiple, Try live on the podcast. They have multiple different ones. Mm. So let me show you some I'm of the I'm assuming they have different here. sizes. I'll take the large. Um, they've got the, a gold one. Yeah. A silver one. It literally Here's has my, two this ball This one shapes. has like a, it's like a little Ooh, padded. It looks like, Darth, <laughs> looks like Darth Vader's helmet. That's where he, where he <laughs> keeps his nuts after he got chopped in half. He's like, I got to preserve these fuckers. In case I ever want more offspring. Of course, he didn't know he had offspring, but whatever. Uh, there's some plastic ones. Is that canon? There's a porcelain <laughs> one. It is canon. G can G level canon. There's a um, it's like a resting place. Michael, we got the concept. But there's like a little cushion. Can you just tell us how much these like, are so we can see if we're going to buy one or not? There's a cushion for the schlong. Michael, well, I understand. It's like a prayer you showed dong. <laughs> well. <laughs> what it is let me see if i can find a link to click on 
<laughs> per testacuzzi.com. I'm going to put it on incognito mode. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Their tabs at the at the top of their website. Well, it's a their their logo is like a squirrel with two nuts in front of it. Of course it is. Um, and Why is it not just truck nuts? Their tabs are uh, home, catalog, as featured, and the daily nut. Wow. So, uh, oh, it's not bad. That was my, Re- that was my nickname. How in high much? School. <laughs> how much? Okay, so so there are three options here uh, that they're currently selling: the Testacuzzi Jet Black Edition, the Testacuzzi White Edition, which is just porcelain, and then the the Testacuzzi Limited Edition 14 karat gold plate. How much are they? How, okay, so I'll, I don't care. Just tell me how much one of these is. Sixty nine dollars. No, it's thirty nine ninety five on okay. sale. There are normally That's it. They're normally ninety nine ninety five. Yeah, we're getting one of so thirty nine. We're going to do a review on the podcast. Well, the the so does it like does it like shoot water up into your sack like a jacuzzi? I will or? use this live on the podcast. I haven't watched the video one. yet. I'm a little afraid. Um, Did you hear me? You'll what? Get I will use of one of these live on the podcast. You will? Yeah. Get three of them. We'll all do uh, it. And the other one, I'm not. Okay, get two of them. I'm not having a nut jacuzzi with you two assholes in the room. We will put up it. We'll put up a shield. I will stay on the on yeah. the live on the podcast, and I will use a test jacuzzi. Buy two if you of buy one. This, yeah. is what, this is what people support us for. <laughs> the the other the fourteen it's this karat, quality content. The fourteen karat gold plate is ten thousand dollars. So if you want a gold one, uh, yeah. Go ahead, and just uh, go ahead and just hit buy on that one, buddy. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll try to remember. Uh, oh, we'll remind you. Don't worry. Dr Pepper. Um, it's coming out with a new flavor called icing on the cake. It's a birthday cake. Dr Pepper. No, yeah. stop. The berry Dr Pepper is pretty good. I will say that. And this one um, is um, what well, we are in America, where we can live the American dream. What the uh, nutsack jacuzzi no. was. Well, besides, dream? I mean, that I is like that is dream. the American dream. This guy named Isaiah Garnica on Twitter yeah, wrote, "I'm sure that's it." For uh, for five dollars, I will write "yikes" under one of your ex's selfies. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. That's just straight entrepreneurial shit. Sometimes like capitalism is. has an upside. It does, and that's it. That's that's it right there. Yep. He said, "Please include the Insta username when sending." He put his Cash App name, his Ven- Venmo number on there. Um. And he has more than 200 and counting, apparently. Wow. People have, have DM'd him. Dude. So he's a thousand bucks. I have bucks sent him in. the money. That's a thousand bucks. That's amazing. The article I, was uh, from the 18th. So That's fantastic, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's making over a thousand dollars saying yikes on unsuspecting. Yikes. So what he does is he says yikes and then he screenshots it and send it to him. They can delete it, but it's like the guy who better the, the pet rock. The scars. You need, so you need a great idea like that. I had an idea like, like that, that once. once. Really, Tom, what was it? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, I'll tell you. So it's that's called a jump to conclusions, Matt. You see it has these different conclusions. <laughs> All right, on we it, got the references from and office. You jump <laughs> All right. to one of them. Michael keep going. All right. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's the that's the thing. You can do that, and it's really popular now. So, all right, here's my favorite one, Michael. How many are you doing? This is the real one. That was all product updates. Because you want to spend five dollars on saying I'm not posting all four of these. No, yeah, you'll no, be fine. You'll I'm be not fine. posting. I'm you not posting. Po- you don't even post stuff. Anyway. All right, don't yeah, po- don't post Dr like, Pepper one. That's fine. I won't post the Dr Pepper. I'll one. delete it right now. That so I don't a, even send it. to that you. That was a throwaway. Okay. Um, 
Okay. This is very strange, and it might blow your mind, so follow along. We just have about a nut jacuzzi. My a, manned, a, man, a man named Nick Hinton recently took to Twitter to break down a conspiracy theory that he's been working on, and his idea is that the world actually ended in 2012. And we are now living in an alternate reality. So... So he, really, he really liked that John Cusack <laughs> apocalyptic movie, huh? So <laughs> that or Mel Gibson's what was that twenty twelve? Yeah. So yeah, he's, yeah, yeah so John so Cusack somehow like flies through buildings yeah, and like avoids the Yosemite explosion. <laughs> Says I wanted to talk about this subject for a while. The other day I had a random urge to look into it again and read some old stuff, you know, just for fun. Ever since then, I noticed. Uh, other people are talking about it again as well. But the strangest part is I cannot find one, find anything online about it anymore. Like I said, you can find people talking about it casually or joking about it, but I cannot find any of the in-depth material I had read before. This has actually been frustrating me uh, because I have found nothing to refresh my memory while writing this. I found a few things here and there that are helping me piece together the puzzle. Um, but I know that there's so much more out there. I can't even remember the first time I heard about it. But um, it's become something somewhat of a meme. I did uh, a video of Max Loughlin, the child genius from YouTube, touch on... This theory. Sure, it's not Laughlin. Laughlin. No, it's 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 laugh an a n laugh an Laughlin. 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 All right, whatever. Who gives a shit? Get to the point. Shit. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, touch on this theory, and um, I don't think he's the first to talk about it. I originally think it was a girl. Um, so, did the world actually end in 2012? Well. Here's what scientists from CERN finally found from the Higgs boson. Boson. Boson? Boson. Okay. Uh, you know the particle Stephen Hawking predicted would destroy the universe, or in his own words, cause the universe to undergo a catastrophic vacuum decay. All right. Well, what would happen if you destroyed the universe? Would we know? Maybe CERN accidentally created a black hole that sucked us in without us ever noticing, and... We've just been living in it. Some physicists actually believe that this is possible. It's not. It's bullshit. No, time reacts differently around black holes. Do you not know this? Yes, I know this, Michael. I got a black hole to show you. Prove it. No, it's brown, and that's not your skin color. It's bloody. <laughs> it's Wow. It's red and swollen. I really wow. <laughs> Anyway, you can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> so he's he's talking about how we're all basically living in, in a, basically when that happened, we shifted into an alternate reality. We're all in little bubbles. Does it fucking we matter? Well, it does because he's it goes right into the Mandela effect. Okay. So basically, we can't remember you. You know, did did so what's you're saying that there actually was a Shazam. There might have been, but or it was in a different Shazam. Was oh, you don't even remember now. Shit. The Baron Stain Bears in your pants. What? Okay. Can you just finish your story so we can move on? Anyway. Some people remember Febreze rather than Febreze with uh, two E's. Oh, how many E's are there in Febreze? Who gives a shit? What's the next part? 
Some people remember Skechers instead of Skechers with a T instead of a C. Looney Tunes instead of uh, Looney Tunes with a U-N-E-S. Do you remember Tunes? How do you spell Looney Tunes? Well, now that you mention it, I have no idea. I thought Wasn't it was T-O-O-N-S? No, it's T-U-N-E-S. Really? Yes. And this is because the world actually yeah. ended in 2012. L-O-O-N-E-Y-T-U-N-E-S. Yeah, I knew that. I thought it was T-O-O-N-S. No. no. Um, some people remember J.C. Penny with an extra E in the end. Or no, it's P-E-N-N-Y instead of P-E-N-N-E-Y. The list goes on. <laughs> Please don't read it. I think you've made your point. It all comes from the Mandela effect. That's great. We're an alternate universe. His funeral Trump's was still in, president. The his funeral was in, yeah. in 2013, which lines up with the end of the world. So that's why it's a thing. Because nobody actually fucking remembers. Everyone thought he died. Guys. It's true. That's great. We're in the, we're in the multiverse, yeah, bro. You know what? The, world, the world's on fire and Trump is still a fucking asshole. So, I mean. What is our podcast called? It, we don't have one. We we spared everybody. Oh, oh it's the alternate shit. universe where this is actually good. Yeah, the alternate universe. In the alternate this, universe, we're the fucking liturgists, and we're making tens of thousands of dollars a month. <laughs> and I just quit the podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> of your heart condition. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, it goes on and on. It's really fucking dark, guys. Um, yes, it is dark. You know why? Because it's seven fifty-two. Michael, can we get on on with this? Man, it it goes, it gets real, like, trust me, it, it, you won't even believe where it's going, but okay. Terrence McKenna is involved, Time Wave Zero, guys. None of those things mean anything to me. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. Man. Montauk. Jesus Christ. Who is this what, guy? What is he talking I about? I don't know, man. I li- I'm Francis so lost. Fukuyama. You ever heard of him? I, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm talking about cosmic epochs, bro. The end of the goddamn world. You got to think fourth. If it means I don't have to listen to this fucking story, I'm all for you it. You got to think like fourth dimensionally. You got to think beyond linear time. The universe has already ended. Accept it. Unlike this podcast. Yeah. Well, it's ended in other universes in 2012. Those are, those are the lucky ones. Yeah, they never got. This Are they podcast. still? There's some universes where you're still telling this fucking story in an hour. So, so thanks, Nick Hitton. You really gave us a lot to think about. Yeah, mm-hmm. boy, have you? Mm. I'm gonna forget. It Give me so seconds. much to think about, like thinking about how much I'd rather be home right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a drink? Yeah. All right, we're taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, Hi. friends of the podcast. What's up? <laughs> I don't know. What are we doing here? What are we drinking? Oh, we're drinking another beer. What are, what are, what are, what is uh, it? From New Holland Brewing. New Holland. Uh, Dragon's Milk Reserve S'mores. Ooh. Have you tried it? I haven't. <laughs> wow. Oh, dude. 
That packs a punch, man, right that in the middle. That is marshmallow. And graham cracker. Uh-huh. And chocolate. Somehow, uh-huh. I'm not really sure how they got all those flavors in that, but that's man. ridiculous, wow. Dang, man. son. Holy crap. That is so, so, so good. That's good. Yeah, that is. That is tasty. Boy. <laughs> they just, the Dragon's Book varieties, man. man. We've had a number of them on here. What other here. one do we have? Was it like... Mexican wedding cake something, or something oh, yeah, like that. Like, and we we've had several varieties on here, I think. I want to try some Russian wedding cake. What? I'm sure they have wedding cake, right? <laughs> yep, it's like herring roe and <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's like, good. Like bear blood. Red herring cake. <laughs> Smells faintly of vodka. <laughs> uh okay. So uh, this is week four present of the alternative orthodoxy. Ooh, take four. Um, this one is everything belongs. No one needs to be punished, scapegoated, or excluded. We cannot directly fight or separate ourselves from evil or untruth. Darkness becomes apparent when exposed to the light. Okay. Okay. Let me read that again. Yeah. Okay. I'm pulling it up on my phone. Everything belongs. No one needs to be punished, scapegoated, or excluded. Should make that into a book. <laughs> made a book out of that? <laughs> we cannot directly fight or separate ourselves from evil or untruth. Darkness becomes apparent when exposed to the light. Does this in any way tie into the the fight we had a couple weeks ago? I feel like it I does. I've slept since then. Does it? Yeah, I feel like it does. Because this fits very well in with the uh, you can't push the river. Or don't not not can't don't push the river. Yeah. I About know. flow. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it does. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. But not. I mean, I would I would categorize it differently. How would you categorize it? As number four. The fourth. <laughs> Matt, what do you have? It's a great contribution, Michael. <laughs> um, so I listened course. to I listened to a little bit of Roar talking about this. Um and he actually says it's he called talks about it being Franciscan soft prophecy is what he calls it. Okay, the idea that you you don't soft core prophecy. Can you not? Like for ten minutes, can you just not? I won't. <laughs> Jeez, we are not doing Franciscan soft core. That is not fucking happening. I hate this so much. Beth, will you come take over for me, please? What do you, so I don't have to do this. Just read the notes, and they'll do whatever they do. Um, it's the idea that you don't, you know, seeing how people live, you don't harangue or shame people for how they live. Okay, you you simply just live a better way. Boy, and and he and he talks about that being. Um, he ba- he says you basically reveal light via a life of contentment and joy, and and that's the critique of an unhappy life. Okay. Was that putting your head in the sand? No. Yeah. See, that's what I, I, and I think he, I think it comes from where where Francis said, "Preach the gospel at all times, if necessary, use words." Sure. That it was a, it was a lifestyle you live, not something that you sort of just subscribe to, and you know, I. I what's your pushback on that? I don't know that I have pushback per se, but I think that can. The way it's maybe the way it's worded. I, I know the pushback. I can tell you what it is. Yeah, the pushback that's kind of more is. I'm thinking the pushback is um, that's coming from a privileged point of view that um, you can ignore what's going on, 
And I think I got into it with Brandon once. I would it. say, I would say, I think that I, I agree with you that I think there is going to be that pushback, but I would say if this is something that's Franciscan thought, Francis uh, didn't really live from a place of, yeah. of privilege. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. although yeah. I think yeah, yeah. I can, I can see that he literally viewpoint. destitute I, himself. I can I see think, that viewpoint. However, I think if you change the words from everything belongs to everything is would be, it, it would be, I think the point's the same. I think though. it's the same thing. Nah, we're going to get into semantics again. <laughs> Let's get into semantics. Let's but, do but, it. But you're saying that everything has a place, but there are some things that, that we could do without that would be better if we did it without. Murder would be great if sure. we didn't have that. Rape would well, be great if we and didn't I think have that, that. I think that plays... I mean, that definitely plays into this, though. Um, because you you have to allow the fact that God does allow things to persist and be. He, I mean, if yeah. you believe in a divine, yeah, I mean, a, a divine yeah. entity, and that's yeah. not necessarily not even with that. Like, you don't have. I mean, it depends on how you look at God in terms of you. You don't have to say that God allows that. You could just say that it is. He allows it to. He allows it to persist. Yeah, I was gonna say you. You have to. I think you have to make that admission. No, you don't. You definitely don't. Like, you don't have to make the admission that if there is a, a divine entity that they would have to allow certain things I'm to I'm not happen. saying they have to. I'm saying they do. Yeah. He does. She does. It does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, I don't. I, because... Not that they have you to, either but have that to, they, I think they you either do. You either have to conclude that the divine allows these things to happen or is causing them to happen, right? Like, doesn't it have to be one or the other if no, there is a divine being? That's bait? totally really? dualistic. But I'm not... Okay, so what's the alternative? It is. That? It is. What is? What are you talking about? Those things are. Right. So then the divine being it's allows, not allow those, or allows or those things to exist. I think you're putting uh, ownership on things that don't exist within the divine. No. No. You're giving... Well, then what do you mean it allows? Like, they have the ability to change if these things exist things? let's say things like like murder and whatever all these things you mentioned like okay those things exist if there is a divine being then if those things exist either the that being allows those to exist without it, because because of i think it depends on how you de- define divine too i'm not trying to be like antagonistic but i i don't see it in those in those in those parameters of that you have to lay blame. No, but it's, not, it's, not, blame. it's not blame. I, I, I know, but you're you're insinuating by say that they allow it. You're you're insinuating that 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 they have a say in whether or not it exists. Okay. Okay. I can see. I okay. Yeah. I think that's probably. I would ad- admit that. Yeah. So I think if you're insinuating that that they have a say in whether or not it exists, is different than how I feel. In terms of uh, of the divine, I don't think that it, it's 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 something that they um, allow or not allow. Well, it's happening, so somebody's allowing it. You are, but that's not the art. That's not what we're talking about. I, but but but, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Jesus even told a par- Jesus told a parable about the wheat and the, th- not the, wheat and the weeds, where he said, like a farmer went out and sowed wheat. In fact, I've got it right here. Kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field, but while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the wheat also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? He said, An enemy did this. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you're pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At, at that time, I'll tell the harvesters, 
first collect the weeds and tie them in bowls to be burned and then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. So the whole, the, let them both grow together. The Greek there, I think if I remember my capon right, the Greek is there's basically means to suffer, to suffer, to allow these things to exist until the proper time. Yeah. And I, I, I think, I think my, my thing that I get stuck on is the, f- like, I don't think it is something that is allowed or not allowed. I don't, th- I don't think that's how God is. The divine is. I don't think it's one of those things where they control everything. Uh, uh, let me ask you this question. Do you think that everything happens for a reason? No, no. But I would say, but I would, I would say. Then why can't it just be random and just random darkness? No, I think it can be random. Okay. Here we go. I think we're. I think once again we're, we're in semantics in again. Circles. Again. No, no. no like, I, it, but there is, I there is a distinction versus I, what you are saying and what I'm no, saying. There I think is it, a, I know you. You and I gave in too easily last time to let you say that, and several people hit me up and said, "No, I knew what you were saying, and there it, you weren't saying the same thing. We are saying different things." Anyway, so I think I. I don't know. I. I I don't. I don't see how what we're saying is all that different. I really don't. Like, I would say that it doesn't matter, but I. But I do think. But I do think there is. It is a different. It's a different point of view. It's a different perspective of how you think the divine works. If if you think that that all I would things say, are um, are are predestined or that I they are. Say that. But what? What? Let me. If you're saying that that they allow it or not allow, then you would in, in, in fact say that you don't have any control, that God has control no. over what's allowed and what's not allowed. No, I so, wouldn't say so that. Why so why would you say that God allows Because I'm not saying, I think you're insinuating that I, I think that God is almighty and, and everything is, like, I, I, I don't believe that God is almighty. So do you think that God allows bad things to happen? I think that obviously bad things do happen. So if there is a being called God, right? If there is some force that is animating all of this, okay, then wouldn't that stand to reason that that being is allowing this for one reason or another to happen? Because if this being does have power to create the world or whatever, wouldn't you say that that being would also have the power to stop these things if they so wished? No, not necessarily. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, because I don't think that's how it works. I don't think it's it's a um, creation of of evil. I think evil is a is a a natural byproduct of good things. If that makes kind of sense. That doesn't make, that sense. Doesn't like, make sense. There, there is a, a yin and a yang, a, a, a counterbalance to to the way the the world works in terms of death and life. I think they do go hand in why hand. Is there but I don't why think, is there that counterbalance? I think that's I, I mean that, again, that's what it goes back to. Yeah, I think it does. Everything yeah. is, not everything belongs, but everything is. And I think if you by saying it belongs, you're saying that 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 rape has its place, that cancer has its place, that um Donald Trump has his place. No, and that's, I don't think I'm not saying that for sure. And I don't think that's what roar means by everything belongs either. Well, uh, I do understand what you're saying yeah, yeah. about. I think that maybe everything is, is a better wording. Yeah. I, I don't think that when Richard Rohr, I've read that book a couple of times, you know, I don't think that he would get going, Oh, rape has its place. No, like, yeah, that, that, that's I, what like, and I understand it's wording and words do matter. Sure. Um, but I think it, it, it I, 
I don't know. I can't, I can't accept a God that allows bad things to happen. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like I don't, I don't see, I see God as the ground of being not as, um, a creator who creates bad shit. Sure. Yeah. I mean, how, chime in whenever you feel. I don't I mean, have I think, anything I think, to add I think that. God I mean, is the source of life, sure. not the source of death. I don't know. But I think with life comes death. Right. So, and I don't think that it's, I don't think it's that death is necessarily a creation. Okay. The evil is a creation. I think, I think it happens. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that it's a creation either. I mean, I, for some reason, what I, and, and nobody knows this reason, nor will we ever, I, humans have the unbelievable propensity for terrible thing to do terrible things yes we also have the a really great propensity to do great things like we have that tension in us and i think interestingly enough that that's why the ancient people that sort of were writing these ideas down that came to be known as the bible were using terms like heaven like hell like because how do you describe how do you how else do you describe in in ancient times this propensity for you've seen human beings do amazing great things and yeah. you've also seen them do horrifying terrible things so you tell a story about well there was a garden and then we had you know yeah uh, there was this fruit and there was a serpent and there was you know what i mean like yeah i i just think you if if you it, it's a it's a real slippery slope when you start saying that god allows bad things to happen uh, um just in terms of well the crusades were justifiable because uh, just nobody's just no, no, but you understand what i'm saying it, it can it can lead into well it's okay because god's got us it, it leads into um inaction it leads into um no i think that's a too big of a leap i don't think it leads to that i think the idea of everything belongs is that you don't just allow evil to take its course. You you find ways to, to you find you recognize it as evil. Yeah. There are things that are evil, we know that. And you find ways to work with work with it. You find ways to do the things to bring light out of yeah. it. Uh, I, 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 would, I would agree with I you. I think on that's that. That. the point of everything belongs. Take sex trafficking for an instance. It's a horrible evil. Yeah. It, it's a horrifying horror it's one of the most horrifying practices in, in, in history. Um so and everything I, belonging means that, that our work then becomes preventing and working toward the end of such an evil practice, but we don't exclude it from the possibilities that light could come from that darkness. Yeah, it's it's becoming mindful of what is and saying, hey, this is really, really, really bad, yep. and what are we going to do from here? It's not ignoring it. It's not, uh, and I'm not, I'm not putting that on you guys saying that you're ignoring those things. That's right. not, no, it's no, not, no. not at all I what I'm saying. That. But what I'm saying is, like, it, it's being mindful of what already exists and, and that's goes into the the ground of being and, and it's just a different word from belongs but is but i think with belongs there's just a little bit of of ickiness that makes me and not to say that you know it's just a different way of talking about it yeah does that make sense yeah 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 i think that makes sense uh i don't know that kind of shot everything i had no uh, come on no keep going no i'm it, not it, it i kind of really did um because a lot of it had to do with allowing. Um, well, let's just reframe it as we go along. I, I think I think being present, and being mindful, know. are things that matter. Part of what we I mean, part of what we talk, we can actually switch gears a little bit. Part of what he talked about was scapegoating. Um, the idea we can't directly fight or separate ourselves from evil or untruth. Um, 
and darkness becomes apparent when exposed. No one needs to be punished, scapegoated, or excluded. Maybe that's something we can yeah. focus on uh, a little bit more. And boy, is that, as we point fingers at ourselves, Yeah. also a very oh, big yeah. part of the progressive it's, left. It's something, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's so easy for all of us, including us, and we've done this plenty on here. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And to, because basically scapegoating is going, I... All of the problems that are all of the problems in myself in this country in our world are because of this person, these yeah, this people, group of people, yeah, whatever it might be. And I mean, I've personally I've thought a number of times like the far right is ruining the world, mm-hmm. yeah. not just in this country. I mean, it's I mean, it's happening yeah. in the UK. It's happening, and it tried to happen in France. They tried to do it in Canada, Germany, like. Yeah, there's a lot of countries around the world where I've thought, you know, if those people weren't around, everything would be better. Mm-hmm. That's scapegoating mm-hmm. because it's really not necessarily true. Because yeah. I think, I think again, it's it's just so much easier to do that dualism of this group is all bad, <clears throat> this group is all good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so what happens is if this per if this group wasn't around. You know, if this person wasn't precedent, if this person wasn't, then everything would be better. You're pinning every single problem. And, and, and what happens when you do that? You do that so that you ignore your own. Yeah. You ignore your own problems. We do it personally and on an individual level. We do it on a Everybody political has... level. We do it like it's it's a very human uh, mechanism. Oh, the yeah. Well, mechanism. they're out it's, now. Ellen's out. You know, oh, of course, screw, screw right? Alan. Yeah, and I I didn't realize t- until today, till somebody pointed it out to me. So so the left are mad at Ellen for hanging out with with uh, George W. Bush, and the right are mad at George W. Yeah. Bush for hanging I out mean, with it's Ellen. Just yeah, it, like how stupid is that? Yeah, I mean we could get into that. I mean I whatever, but uh, we're we're humans. Yeah, it, but there again, it's such a human mechanism to to. In, in a defense mechanism to ignore your own shit because in, in focusing on somebody else's and to be- strip people of their humanity. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what it does. I mean, and you know, you could make a very big case, a very biblical case that the cross was the end of scapegoating. Mm-hmm. You know, once you kill God, where do you go from there? I mean, I think like, that was kind you know of the mean, idea. Once you, once you pin your, Pin everything on him. <laughs> everything on yeah. on that on that yeah. person, that one person. Like, well, we just got to get rid of this guy, and once we get rid of this guy, then it's over. Then it's over. Like, I mean, he literally was faultless. He was completely innocent, and they were like, he he's got to go. This guy's got to go. Yeah, he's yeah. the he's the source of all of our problems. Well, and he just takes it. Like, there there's there's nothing more. You mentioned a few things about what scapegoating is, but there's nothing more uniting than scapegoating someone else. Yeah. I mean, the church, I mean, think about the church. Like, you know, the church is in decline. It's been in decline for a long time, and it's just accelerating at this point. And and what are they doing? Blaming literally anything and everything they can. It's it's, it's podcasts. It's it's the left. It's uh, it's the LGBT community. It's... um, who knows whatever the fuck it is will be next week. It's, it's women preaching. It's, it's Facebook. It's Facebook. It's it's just it's culture. It's Hollywood. It's um, 
The Rock. It's uh, whatever. I mean, it's it's whoever. It is definitely The Rock. It's fault. definitely The Rock. It's it's probably Ric Flair's fault. Um, woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, but that's there's nothing more uniting than finding a common scapegoat. Yeah. And and the thing about scapegoat is we don't you don't even know what you're stand what you stand for. You just know what you're against. Yeah, I mean, the church can, has never the church doesn't stand for anything. It just stands against everything. Think about nine eleven. How our our response was: "Fuck them. We're yeah. gonna go. We're gonna get. We're yeah. gonna shove a boot up their ass." Like yep. there wasn't anybody at this table who was like, you know, we should just be peaceful towards them yeah. the day after. Yeah. And in, in, in events that have happened similar, we have reacted that way. But initially, it was all right. We're gonna kill them, mm-hmm. and, and and that's the the myth of redemptive violence. You know, which is part of this. You go and, you know, uh, somebody killed your dad, so you're going to go kill that guy. But then you orphan his son, and his son goes and kills you because you orphaned him. And then it keeps going back and forth until, you know, I think that I think the difficult thing with that is you see, (laughs) hang with me here. You see, like, the, the right in this country, especially, scapegoating numerous groups of people. Yeah. It seems like it's a different anybody that's week. not white and straight and male. Yeah, like it's like we yeah. you demonize feminists, Democrats, uh, immigrants, uh, yeah. Muslims. I mean, like literally, you could just go down the line. You know, back in the early 1900s, it was Irish and the Jews and what Native like, Americans. You just you, it, you like there's always a group, but I think that the difficult thing and and what's so hard for people that are progressive that when you're hearing all that and you're seeing it so boldly and clearly, like. It's. I mean, it's very obvious that yes, they're, what they're doing is scapegoating entire groups of people, and then what that what that ends up can that that can lead to is literally genocide. I mean, that's how yeah. it starts yeah. is by demonizing an entire people group and going, they're the cause of all your problems. Yep. And so then you get more and more, and it's a like you said, it's a uniting thing. Mm-hmm. What's difficult is that at some point to break that cycle, somebody has to be willing to lose. Yeah. yeah. And that's why it's. I, I don't really enjoy losing. I don't think anybody does. And I think that's why it's easy to go, well, if we just got these motherfuckers out of office, everything would be better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so what you do is you then scapegoat somebody else and then it just perpetuates the cycle because nobody wants to lose. And I get that. Like, that's a very difficult thing. Yeah. And we say this from, you know, three dudes we're guilty. who aren't from America. Uh, I mean, by and large, like a thousand years ago that we wouldn't be here, right. you know, our, our, our ancestors wouldn't be here. We, we come from, a, we're, we're, we stand on the graves of the people that we stole this land from. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking fucked up, man. Yeah. Oh. It is. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know the, there is one thing that he talked about as part of this everything belongs thing is that I don't know if we've talked about this before, but the idea of negativity, which is really, really easy. And Brad and I coming from a negative uh, mother. Hi, Debbie. Um, it's a really hard thing to overcome. And I think part of the reason is because you know, he talks brain scientists can actually prove that any negative thought basically acts like Velcro. On your oh, brain. yeah. It imprints immediately. It yep. cycles, man. It, it imprints immediately. And that pot, like a positive thought is like Teflon. It, and it takes a full 15 seconds of con- contemplating that positive thing to actually imprint. Yeah. 
I mean, you, you think about the example, like say you get like 100 emails in one day, 90 of them are telling you how awesome you are. One is negative. Okay. Which one do you think about? Dude, oh, fun I, I, fact, dude. it's the reason that being in ministry is so awful. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I woke up this morning to a shitty email from my boss. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't even that bad, but I, I it was the first thing I read, yeah. and it just pissed me off. And yep. so I played that over and over yeah. and over again yeah. until I... I decided, oh shit, I gotta break this cycle, yeah. and and it's so easy to fall into because there are fucking triggers everywhere. Yeah. You, there are so many things that can set you off in into negative thinking and to hating. There are are, and and honestly, I'll say this: like I feel like sometimes um, the 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 pastor's pub can be a little problematic with um, with backing up negative thinking it can it w- with condoning negative thought mm-hmm. and sometimes we need to realize that dude like we don't need to be enabled by negative spiraling yeah we don't need enabled in that somebody needs to say yeah that sucks what are you going to do now yeah are you going to let that eat your lunch eat your dinner is it going to eat your week and honestly i backed out of the pub quite a bit in the last couple weeks just because it was bothering me Mm -hmm. the 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 insane level of just negativity i just don't give a shit i'll be i'll be like i I feel bad because it makes me seem like i'm not being empathetic but at the same time it's gotta let up people you can't condone bad behavior you can be empathetic without condoning yes you can be there for people but you, there has to be a line where you have to realize that you are fucking part of the problem. You can't let shit go. And, and, and that's with deconstruction as well. There has to be a point where you say, I got to let it go. I got to fucking move on. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, it will eat the rest of your life. Yeah. The rest of it. Yeah. And, and we've had large chunks of our life that have been eaten up by some of the pains that we felt through ministry, you know, well, years, years, maybe even a decade of our lives yeah. that have been eaten up by this. We have got to shake that shit off and move on and have a new way of thinking. Well, and that's part of everything belongs is realizing that acknowledging what happened to you, whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, for instance, you know what the last, you know, the previous three years were like, there was a, you know cancer and just all this stuff going on, and the hardest probably couple years of my life, 2017, 2018, of our collective life here as a family, probably the hardest in 21 years of marriage. Yeah. I had everything belongs. I think means looking at that and going to your point earlier. It's what was, or in the yeah. moment, it's what is. Um, it. I'm not sure it wasn't good in the moment. It wasn't pleasant in the moment. It was you know, cancer is cancer, cancer is an evil. It's an evil thing. Yeah. Um, some of the things that happened were, you know, were, were just evil things and were unnecessary. Yeah. Um, now, whoever the cause was, whatever the cause was, is kind of irrelevant, honestly. Um, whether it was God allowing, whether it was just shit happening, whatever. Yeah. However you want to term that. Everything belongs, I think, means looking at that and going, here are the things that came out of that. Yeah. 
because of what happened. Here's what happened because of what happened previously. And you look back and then go, oh, that did belong in my life. Yep. Here's where, here's where it goes. This is where it fits. It's where it goes. It's, it's looking back and going, this is, if you want to call it, you know, roar across God, the great allower. If you're going to call God that, like for for just in my example, if you're going to call God that, then he allowed those things to happen not for a specific reason, but a specific reason came out of it. Yeah. A specific, a specific thing came out of that or a number of things came out of that. I finally got healthy. Um, our marriage became healthier. Like, I mean, a lot of things came out of that and it was horrifying in the moment, but it all belonged. It all belongs in my story. It it informs your present, but it doesn't define your present. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Informs, but doesn't define. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's, I think that's also like what Roar talks about when he talks about include and transcend. Yeah. Like you include all that shit. Yeah. I think that's you, everything belongs. You I think include, that's what that that's means. probably maybe that's the better way to yeah. say it yeah. is include and transcend where you, yes, all of this stuff, this all happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point you transcend all of that that happened and it stops eating your lunch and yeah. you can look on it and go, yep, that, yeah, that definitely happened. I mean, it's funny. Uh, Mandy and I were. I just yesterday. I was before the accident. I was uh, driving from one job to another, and happened to drive by the church that I interned at uh, when I was in are, college. Are we living in uh, after the accident? That was that was BA. <laughs> this is, yes, yes. This is now. Uh, <laughs> BC before crash. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. now we're, this is AA. Um, uh, I don't, what was they say? Oh, so and I I, I sent I took a picture the church is right on the highway mm-hmm. and i i knew i was driving by it and i was like oh man like it just brought up a lot of memories like it was yeah. a good summer that i was there mm-hmm. and whatever like and so i texted it to manny and she said that feels like an eternity ago i said well it does because it fucking was because we're yeah. old yeah but also and she said yeah i don't that's not really what i meant like what i meant was we're not even the same people no no that we were and i said no we're not mm-hmm. but that's i can still but I can look back on that and go, I was a completely naive college Christian idiot. Mm -hmm. Like, but at the same time, yeah, that's that. I wouldn't be who I am now without that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I can, I've, I've, I include that. I include that experience. I include the experience of just being in youth ministry for entirely too long and just ministry in general for entirely too long. And, but I include it. But I've also just risen. I've, 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 I stand kind of above it now, and not yeah. above it in a in a egotistical way, but just above it. Like I can look, almost look at it from ten thousand feet. Yeah, in yeah. a way, and which I think is what everything belongs is about. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I, it, we were just at lunch today. Mandy and I were at lunch today, and we there was a lady, a couple of ladies at a booth behind us, and one lady was just talking about church, and she was just all animated and upset about and she was talking about <laughs> ushers and oh man like all ushers. this stuff all this like how dare they she wants us there and prayer starts at 9 15 and we've got to be there at 9 10 and all this stuff like it, she was just going on and on and on and i <clears throat> and, and i said to mandy i said you know it's really interesting being out of that like that kind of stuff bugged me when i was in the church but now i look at it and i realize just how useless all, it doesn't like, matter none of that matters like, can you imagine dying, laying in your deathbed, and, and this is what you were eaten up about? Like yeah. this, this is what you're upset. Holy about. shit! But being so, I'm able to zoom out now. Yeah, when I was in it, I couldn't zoom out, but now I'm out of it. I zoom out and I go, 
dude, like, what the fuck? How much time did I waste on d- dumb shit? Yeah. Was, like, was, so let me, let me, let me think. Uh, I was just thinking about like science while you were talking about that. Um, and they say that our body regenerates every, what, every seven years. New skin. New, new, everything. Yeah, just all of your cells. All your cells regenerate in seven you, years. Yeah. But you know what's, what hangs on? Your scars. Mm-hmm. All the shit you've been through. Yeah. It, it, it regenerates, but it still regenerates as scars. Jesus still had holes in his hands on his side. Yeah, we when post resurrection, every seven years we get a new body, <clears throat> and a whole fucking new body, and it remembers where we've been. Mm-hmm. It remembers. Yeah, it's it's you can see it in the age, you can see it in the gray in Matt's beard. It's yeah. you know it's it it remembers all the shit we've been through, mm-hmm. and that's how we should be. Remember the scars; they don't define us, but th- but they are part of us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, yeah, that's what everything belongs is, is seeing things from 10,000 feet, finally, yeah. after you've gone through it, probably. Um, it's the transcending and including. It's the it, it's basically pulling light out of whatever darkness you've been through, no matter how dark that darkness was. Um, no matter how evil, what evil you faced, um, you, can't, you can pull light out of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, that if you believe in any kind of divine reality or even the way that... I think the universe works. Light will always play, always come out of darkness. Well, yeah, he says in there. It says uh, darkness becomes apparent when it's exposed to light. Um, not only can you pull light out of darkness, but but when you shine light on darkness, you see the reality of the way the things are. Yeah. You're able to see corruption for ego. You're able to see um, Donald Trump for greed and ego and he's just a small, small man. Mm-hmm. You know, you're able to see him for what he truly is. If you look at him with grace and compassion, um, uh, which is, is a fun exercise to try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. but if work you look on, at work him, on that this week, kids. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at him, you see a man who is just a shell of a, of a human. And he is trying to prove his worth at every turn. And it's, it, yeah. it, and it comes out in the most disgusting and vile ways, but it's a, it, it's a broken, broken man. It's a broken man. Yep. Um, but darkness becomes apparent when it's exposed to light. I like that. I think that's it. What, right. what about, uh, the, the key word there? Ecumenical. Yeah. You got anything? I don't really that? talk about the key words that much. Um, no, I mean, I think, I mean, I think the what idea does it mean? Of, I don't really understand. Uh, is it ecumenical or ecumenicism? Ec- ecumenical is Ec- what you said. Let me find the actual definition. I think I could define it, but um, I can't fucking spell. There, Made with cumin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> little dash of cumin in the middle. It's promoting or relating to unity among the world's Christian churches. So that it it basically actual ecumenism is just unity. It's just unity, period. Yeah. yeah. Among actual ec- ecumenical ecumenicism, is that it? Sure. Sure. Uh, is is just unity among the religions. It's yeah. when you see the commonality, I think, among the world's great religions, essentially. Um, it means you're not scapegoating people. Yeah, it means you realize that we are all one. Yeah, it's the it's realizing the oneness of us all, and then we're all. Um, essentially pursuing the same thing, whatever we call it. Yeah. Um, we're 
we're, we're basically all pursuing something greater than our own self. Um, whether that's humanism or God or Allah or Jehovah or whoever, um, we're all pursuing that same thing. Um, yeah, I mean, and it means you can't scapegoat anybody. Yeah. Like that's what that's what that's what ecumenical means is there's no scapegoating. Like yeah. you can't, and and even to go back, I mean, the myth of redemptive violence. What Brad said, I mean, Jesus on the cross is exposing the myth of redemptive violence is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I just talked about that earlier. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I mean those two things go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, Scapegoating, like when you finally, when you finally, when you finally scapegoat the person that's saying that love is the highest ideal, yeah. Hey, humanity, you've jumped the shark. Like that's essentially like, yeah. (laughs) What's happening in the in the cross? I mean, that's when Paul says, like, you know, he made a spectacle of the powers and authorities. Like, yep. I mean, how ridiculous, you know, that he hangs there next to like actual criminals, yeah, that murdered and caused uprisings and yeah. Whatever, and he's just like... Oh, he was an insurrectionist. I, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we'll take that guy. Right. He's literally a terrorist. It's literally what the fucking church is doing right now with yes. Trump. I mean, like, yes. Jesus or Trump. Oh, we'll take him. We'll take the orange fucking yeah. carrot. Uh, the goddamn Cheeto, blonde-haired, whatever... There it is. Cheeto. Yeah, blonde hair? Whatever the fuck his hair is. I mean, we'll take that over Jesus. Like, that's yeah. that's what they've essentially said at this point. In the morning when I rise, in the morning when I rise, I'll do it. In the morning That's how we know we're done. Give me Donald. Play the song, Michael. Not that one. Just whatever the next thing is. When I am afraid, oh, when I am afraid, when I am afraid, give me Donald. Give me Donald. Give me Donald. You can have all of this world, but give me Donald. I admire, I admire the commitment to just push right on through that. Uh, I screwed up the chorus, but that's fine. You got the idea. All right. Yes, we have the idea. Uh, all I right. guess we're done. Any other comments? No, nope. I think that'll do it, buddy. That'll about do it. That'll about do it. Now that we puked in your sea, you can tell us what you think. The five stars get red, but one star is dead to us. Feedback. The slide whistle? <laughs> Noise. Brad, feedback? Oh. Um, mm. Anybody got anything about testacuzzi right yet? No, not yet. Oh, yeah, somebody <laughs> has that a foghorn? Foghorn. Is that, the, is that what the testacuzzi sounds yeah, like? Yes. Uh, boy, if it does, that is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, back, this is from Lawrence Wisnant. At Drew Wiz. Oh, Larry. Larry Wiz. 
backtracking a bit on Pastor's podcast, but it's been over two years, and I'm pretty sure we didn't clone that woolly mammoth. <laughs> Hashtag beaver plus wow. Holy crap. I don't even... I read that earlier today. Yeah, I don't I, remember. I, I had literally... It was a Hillary episode. Yeah, I knew that was a Hillary episode, but I don't remember. Placenta? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I have no idea about... I don't remember the woolly mammoth. Well, that cloning. is a deep, deep cut, man. <laughs> the first cut uh, is the deepest. From David Sloss at David the Explorer. Hi, Dave. I miss you. Uh, the last four episodes of Pastor's Podcast have been amazing. Check them out. In 186, MJ Basinger ties it all together by referencing the gospel according to Blossom. <laughs> Look up that reference at 2Blossom317. <laughs> hashtag all creation moans. That's a good hashtag. That is a good hashtag. Uh, AKA Mood Indigo at Negate the Chaos. Uh, at Pastors Podcast, episode 186 is just what I needed to hear as I'm camped out in the airport. I tend to see deeply even when I don't want to. This past week has been a giant attack on my ego. Thanks for keeping me sane. Hashtag All Creation Moans. Hashtag Sexy Muskox. Hashtag <laughs> Meat Bags Made of Stardust. Sexy Muskox. <laughs> Uh, from Aaron Irwin made an inspirational poster of that. Uh, we are all meat bags made of stardust. Oh yeah, yeah, pretty great. Uh, Trubisky for now at Romanian Dreamboat. Wow, her boy, he's all in on the Bears. Yeah. Uh, hey, fun fact, they're shit. Good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> Their defense apparently not as good as everybody That's thought. Hey, it was Dan's die. birthday on uh, the twentieth, so everybody inbox him and send him uh, a happy birthday message. He intentionally got off of Facebook because of it. So. <laughs> At Pastor's Podcast, when you guys read that feel-good story of the little girl sending mail to God, I kept picturing the reply being a box with the dog's head. Hashtag God. All creation moans. Hashtag all dogs go to Sheol. And it's a gif of from the movie Seven of Brad Pitt saying, what's in the box? What's in the box? Wow. He's wow. such a bad person. Yeah. He really kind of is. Yeah. Oh, I love him though. All right, um, that's he's, it. All he's right. uh, coming over to see Star Wars with me. Oh, nice. Yeah, the uh, Rise of Skywalker tickets. Got him. Can't believe that wasn't your. Uh, it was until, until my brother announced he was having a baby. Yeah, it was Star Wars knocked his wife up. Yeah, that's yeah, great. He uh, he. That's a great way. He to put trumps it. Star Wars. Hmm. So, get it? Yeah, get, get it. Because our president. So, yeah. Yeah. It's Palpatine. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, am I doing something? What you are we going to play the fucking hashtag theme song? Oh, okay, sure. There you go. No five star reviews? Well, we nope. Paid close God damn it. Hashtag. Hashtag. Oh, that was nice. Clink with your microphone. Yeah, go ahead and break my glass. Thanks. Yeah, or break the microphone. Stop. That's from Don Del Morel. How dare you? Maybe. What are you doing? Come out and play. Come on, brother. Are we doing this? <laughs> domo arigato, Mr. Ribato. Domo. 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 Um. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Ribato. Thank you much. All right. Hashtag Matt Polly, mixologist. Hashtag. MD. Hashtag your white male voice is important. Yes. Hashtag, it's important because... Go I'm tell it on the mountains, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on I bet the mountains that's the favorite. I bet that that's, you are important. I bet that's the favorite hymn of that uh, 
Tennessee City Councilor that said, "We, we got a queer, queer running for president." I'm gonna tell you right now. He had a, he literally had a toothpick in his mouth. I'm like, of course Jesus he did. Jesus Christ! Be Boss more of a stereotype. <laughs> Seriously, be yes. God, it's like the Appalachian version of being extra. Yeah, Jesus Christ, <laughs> extra call, bigoted. Call have a white extra. hat. White hat, white vest. Man, oh man. Excuse me, Boss Hog. Yeah, your, right. Uh, Lambo's house. Oh uh, boy. Hashtag. It's important because I'm white. Hashtag melting Nazi face. Hashtag the lesser bass singer. Yeah, it's true. Hashtag ball leather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag they're driving upside down. What? I don't even know what that's from. Uh, it's from me. Is it? What in, was that in reference in to? That fucking UK, story. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, hashtag cum shot is pretty great. Followed by hashtag cum shot through the head. And hashtag. <laughs> been too late. No, I said head. Cum shot through the head. You're too late. <laughs> You give love an interdimensional headache. And then hashtag prayer bench for your dong. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I got that too. Uh, hashtag the Moana one. Oh, yeah. Hashtag it's important, be- it's important because I'm white. <laughs> hashtag old leaky scrote. Uh Hashtag a burst of protons. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I initially got yeah. cum shot. Yeah, and then hashtag a hella cum shot. We can't. Oh my god. Hella cum shot. Hashtag, I kind of want to check the hashtags for that. See if it's a thing. Hashtag. I'm sure it is. I'm lucky. Hashtag uh, prayer bench for your dog. Hashtag red and swollen. Hashtag bear blood and herring row. <laughs> Hashtag softcore prophecy. Nope. Helicom nope. Cum shot is free, by the way. There's no... <laughs> Michael. Softcore <laughs> prophecy. Yes! No. And then hashtag give me Donald. Give me Donald. <laughs> <laughs> the morning when I rise. I need him. Uh, I've got masticate bitch. Um, <laughs> massive rotting scrotum. Uh, tires have suction cups. Come shot through the head. <laughs> Softcore prophecy, and give me Donald. <laughs> I like Softcore prophecy. I do too, a lot. <laughs> yep. I I I think Softcore prophecy has to be it. All right, it's two out of three. Yep. <laughs> You've listened to this episode in its entirety. Hit us up on the we social are media. If not a democracy with softcore prophecy. Tell us what your prophecy is. Mm. Um, we're on Twitter at Pastors Podcast. What's Twitter? Softcore was my genre. At MJ Basinger. Uh, we're on Reddit. No, we're not. It was my um, preferred genre in, in high school. Softcore. Let's call. It we got the skin. That's like the only the... thing you could get. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's the only thing. Well. I had to either watch that as the scrambler or I could get the hardcore stuff, but it took nine years to download. <laughs> yeah. Or everything was everyone was in Legends. Do you guys remember the porn that was everyone was in like You've got and, mail and like leggings? <laughs> Not leggings, but the uh, what is it? The pantyhose, the sheer What are you talking about? You ever seen porn with like uh, I, I don't remember what's So I went over to my friend. This, this is going to take a long time. I went over to my seconds. friend's house. I went over to my friend's house. We went back in his woods, and there was a shed, and his grandpa had some 
calendars and everybody's in like pantyhose. I did not know that was a thing, but I'm not surprised it's a thing. Yeah. Anyway, patreon.com slash passive podcast. What, for pantyhose porn? I don't know. Maybe. Next week on Inglorious Bastards Podcast. Boy, our Patreon's really taking a hit, hasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, the quality's quality's not what it used to be. (laughs) Who knows? Pantyhose porn. Don't that can't be the last thing you say, Michael. It can't be that. Yeah, you know. No, it can't. No. Hit the end button. Yes. Michael. What? Hit the end button. Don't say it. <laughs> Tell me to Don't. hit the nukes or what? Don't do it. Okay. Yes. End. Please. Nine. Somebody stop it. Michael. What? Hit the button. Penny has point.